Namaste and welcome to Radio Eka. Eka is a yoga and meditation app from India and our focus is to help you learn the various yogic tools such as pranayam, yoga nidra, meditations, chanting and uh, of course asana to improve your day-to-day life and to find peace and calm. The purpose of this podcast is to understand more about these practices and delve deeper into the history, the philosophy and the science of yoga. If you want to try the app, you can download it from the iOS or the Android stores and also use the code RADIO to get one week free access to the app. My name is Priyanka and you can learn more about me and the other associated teachers with the Eka app on our website www.ekameditation.com COVID-19 is right now on everybody's mind and uh, we are now doing a COVID well-being series where we'll understand uh, how different yogic practices can help us uh, stay healthy both physically, emotionally, and mentally uh, during these tough times. Today we have with us Bernie Goodley, and uh, we're talking about immunity. Um, For the last one year, yoga has been recommended a lot for building uh, immunity against COVID. And uh, we'll understand more this subject. Uh, Bernie is an excellent yoga teacher, also a martial arts teacher, a researcher in the mind-body space, and an amazing writer. So let's begin by understanding what is immunity and how does our immune system work? Thanks for having me. Your immune system defends against tiny attackers such as germs, toxins, and fungi and it generally does a spectacular job. We are exposed to these little invaders every day, and the immune system either keeps them out or kicks them out. Our skin, mucous membranes, and stomach acid keep many threats at bay. But when germs get past that first line of defense, they have to deal with the body's police force. I'll use this police analogy because it helps us understand just what we need to know without getting bogged down in too much medical terminology. So first we have the immune system's patrol officers, beat cops as they used to be called. They can arrest run-of-the-mill threats that they catch in the act. That's our innate immune system. If you were exposed to a tiny amount of the COVID virus, and if your innate immune system happened to discover it, it could be knocked out right then and there. But COVID virus is tiny, and it's tricky. It can sneak in nearly invisibly, and then starts making copies of itself. By the time it's obvious to the body what's wrong, it can be a challenge to get the situation under control. Therefore, we need special forces. And that's where our adaptive immune system comes into play. To get these special police forces, 
they need to be trained to recognize and neutralize a specific threat, preferably while doing as little damage as possible to the body. Our special forces can be trained in one of two ways, through vaccination or by having the sickness and getting well. Vaccination is less risky. It's like training the antibodies via a training drill. Vaccines are defanged variants of the germ that the body recognizes as an attacker, but without being capable of doing all the damage an actual enemy would. Getting antibodies through sickness is more like on-the-job training. You send your police force out against the actual mafia. These specialist cells that we'll call antibodies can quickly find and eliminate that specific type of threat. When we have a lot of those antibodies in our bloodstreams, that is called immunity because our bodies can shut down further attacks from that specific germ very rapidly and before they become a problem. Okay, so what I understand is that there are two levels in our immune system, the innate immune system and the adaptive immune system. And it is the adaptive immune system that we are tra training by uh, the vaccine that we are taking. So still the body has to produce the antibodies and go and fight the virus even after the vaccine shot has been taken. So how does the health of the individual help in this? I, I suppose that the health of the body would impact the uh, effectiveness of the vaccine. Is that right? Yes, that's an excellent point. Not to diminish the great work of the scientists who've made these vaccines, because they play a crucial role in reducing the devastation created by the virus. But ultimately, our immune systems need to be healthy to produce the antibodies as effectively as possible. The vaccines don't kill the virus, they just provide a safe counterforce for the body to train its special forces. That's why it's so important to continue to lead a healthy lifestyle, to be physically active, to manage stress, to get enough rest, to eat your veggies and to maintain a positive outlook. These activities that generally help us feel healthier also help us to have a better immune response. It can be a challenge when there are lockdowns and quarantines and when yoga studios, gyms, and parks are shut down. One nice feature of yoga is all you need is that mat-sized space. Absolutely. Uh, all yoga needs is a mat-sized space. And there are so many different ways to exercise indoors these days. Uh, so interesting that you mentioned different factors that impact our immunity. Uh, let's start with exercise. So how does being fit and active help our immune system? That's a good question. It's well established that those who exercise generally have better immune responses. It's beyond our scope here to get into all of these findings. Part of it is a psychological aspect. Being active helps to reduce stress, and it breaks cycles 
of obsessing on negative thoughts. But there's also a physiological element. Let's consider the lymphatic system. Our little-known lymphatic system overlaps activity with both the circulatory system and the immune system. It's an overflow reservoir for the circulatory system, catching excess fluid that gets pushed out of the bloodstream and eventually returning it to your blood. This turns out to be an excellent place to scan for enemy invaders. So while this lymph is being processed back, it goes through the lymph nodes, home of your lymphocytes. These are important white blood cell policemen on the lookout for invaders. But there's an issue. The lymphatic system doesn't have a pump, like the circulatory system has its heart. Instead, it counts on bodily movement to push fluid, this lymph, throughout the body. When we're inactive, the lymph doesn't circulate as much, and this means not as much traffic through your police checkpoint lymph nodes. Exercises like Surya Namaskar, which are sun salutations, that move big muscle groups really help to get our lymph moving and thus give our immune police more opportunity to seize upon threats. Wow, I, I'm really uh, surprised to hear that the lymphatic system uh, and the lymph uh, doesn't move if uh, we are not physically active. So what you're saying is that the big muscle movement uh, really helps in getting our lymph moving and it, lymphatic system is a really important part of immunity. Uh, so I urge everyone to get moving and uh, include some um, uh, exercise that gives you that big muscle movement in your body. Uh, okay, so moving on, let's uh, look at the other factors that you mentioned. Uh, I think you mentioned something about um, stress management. Uh, so how does, you know, what's happening in our mind uh, help uh, in, our, in, in our immune system? When the body is under stress, it focuses energy and resources on immediate survival activities, and that can reduce the production of some kinds of white blood cells while increasing inflammation. Inflammation is part of the way the body fights germs, but it can become chronic and detrimental in excess. Extended periods of stress leave the immune system operating poorly. This is where managing stress is crucial, making sure one can get good rest and that one isn't constantly overrun by stressors. Studies have su suggested a number of ways sleep and immune activity may be intertwined. Along with nutritious eating and physical activity, Sleep is among the most crucial aspects of building a healthy immune response. While a lot remains unknown about sleep and what it does for us, it is well established that insufficient or poor quality sleep hurts our health, including our immune system activity. Practices like progressive muscle relaxation and yoga nidra can help one to improve sleep or to achieve highly relaxed states of rest between sleeps. Long-term stress also has harmful effects. 
You can find a number of exercises to combat stress on the ECHA app. Exercises that promote positive thinking also help to fight stress. The mind is always trying to avoid uncertainty by predicting worst-case scenarios. And this is healthy up to a point, but over time it can result in a perpetual state of stress in which we see monsters in every mouse, and that can be a major source of stress for the body. Great. So you mentioned sleep and rest, and uh, I can vouch for it. I think there is no uh, easier and faster way to rest than uh, doing a quick yoga nidra. And uh, of course, sleep is hard to change. You know, sleep is a pattern that takes a little bit of a time to change. But I found that yoga nidra can be an excellent tool to um, manage sleep issues uh, and pretty, the results are pretty quick. So um, uh, let's move on to the healthy diet. I think uh, everybody understands that uh, food will have an impact on immunity. But uh, can you throw some uh, light on this uh, in terms of research and uh, how does it really work? It turns out that what we eat is extremely important to immune system health. A great deal has been learned in recent years about how the balance of bacteria in our gut plays a role in not only physical health, but also mental health. About 70% of the immune system is in the gut. Of course, when we say eating our veggies, we're really talking about having balanced and healthy eating habits. But that said, Vegetables and fruits are particularly important cornerstones of nutrition because they provide probiotics, fiber, and micronutrients, or vitamins and minerals. Probiotics are good microorganisms, such as bacteria, that help us break down food. Curd and yogurt are also a good source of probiotics. Fiber is a food that our gut bacteria love to eat. And when they do, they produce materials that are helpful to the immune system, including some of the micronutrients that are needed by the immune system. There's just no getting around the fact that our bodies are highly interconnected and that systems that may seem remote from each other can have profound influences on each other. This includes the gut and the brain as well as the gut and the immune system. Yeah, I think uh, that's absolutely true. Uh, the interconnectedness of even exercise, sleep, and diet, and um, yeah, you know, the entire all the systems of the body, uh, and I would extend it to say from us to the environment around us, and from the environment around us to the larger environment around us, and then to the whole world, how we are really interconnected. So, I sometimes uh, uh, like to think that what I'm eating is is kind of generating these vibrations and sending it to the whole world. So I have to eat right so that I can contribute positively around me. And uh, uh, the, the link between the gut bacteria and the brain that you talked about is such an interesting subject. And we hope we'll be able to go deeper into that. But for now, uh, what you eat impacts your gut and what your gut does impacts your immune system. Uh, so let's move on to the next uh, question. Uh, I have uh, heard about uh, 
autoimmune disorders. I think uh, this is becoming more common these days. And now that we're on the subject of immunity, I thought um, it'd be great if you can shed some light on um, autoimmunity. Yes, autoimmune conditions have become the focus of attention uh, recently because they seem to have been on the rise in recent decades. So as with the, our police and military analogy, our internal defenders need to be smart and well-regulated as well as being strong. It's funny, I was just reading uh, Dr. Jenna Maxiuki's book called Immunity, and in it she suggests that we are too in love with the term immune boosting, which is a term you see everywhere. And it makes it seem as if we just want a super strong immune system. But if our immune system were just extremely powerful at killing cells, it would literally eat us alive. So autoimmune conditions and allergies are both cases in which the immune system is acting too forcefully or too indiscriminately for one's own good. Autoimmune conditions are when the immune system is attacking the self in a way that is excessive or mistargeted. Think of the Indian Army attacking Delhi or Mumbai. There is a role for our immune system in attacking cells that appear to be our own. For example, that's how our body fights cancer. But it needs to be a selective and regulated fight. With allergies, the body is attacking a foreign invader, but with a very disproportionate response. You can think of the Indian military attacking the Maldives. It's foreign. It could be a threatening on some level, but it certainly wouldn't warrant that kind of response. Both autoimmune conditions and allergies have been on the rise so in much of the world in recent years, and there's a lot of interest in why this is the case. There seems to be no single reason, and the factors may be as diverse as the mix of gut bacteria a person has to environmental triggers that are becoming more common these days. Great. So all the factors that uh, trigger immunity can also trigger autoimmunity. Uh, so it's uh, pretty interesting. Thanks for that. Uh, so thank you, Bernie. I think uh, this has been a very productive and useful discussion. Uh, would you like to sum up? Just remember to do what you can to help your immune system work at its best. Get exercise, sleep well, manage stress, try to practice positive thinking, and of course, eat your veggies. Because it's ultimately your body that needs to beat the virus. Of course, you need to follow all those preventative measures, washing your hands, social distancing, wearing masks, and you should get as vaccinated as soon as you safely can. But while you're doing those things, don't forget to take care of yourself. So eat right, sleep well, and uh, get your muscles moving. And that's your mantra for immunity. Thanks for everybody who's listening. And we'll be back next week with uh, pranayam for COVID. Thank you.